everybody and welcome to that wrestling show the podcast where all pro wrestling matters i am your host bill yankovey and this week gonna take it a little easy gonna talk about some news going on in the world of wrestling and uh got something special for you guys at the end of the show now before i get into it uh i i do owe an apology to all of you our listeners for there not being a show last week i know i had promised you guys a show and it did not happen so i'm gonna tell you what happened uh i got sick i had covid again uh it was mild though i'll say that i did the proper quarantine stayed in my room for five days and uh now i'm back i'm i'm perfectly normal i'm ha- well perfectly normal that's an understatement but anyway i'm healthy i'm doing well um and, and uh you know it sucked i'll say that it didn't feel as bad as the first time but it still sucked but i do want to talk about real quick um the weird out concert that i went to the night before now i wasn't sick the night that i went to the weird out concert folks I will probably say this a thousand times. If you have never been to a Weird Al concert in your life, and you don't have to be a fan of Weird Al, you need to go to a Weird Al concert. It is a show and a half, my friends. It is a fantastic time. And I got VIP tickets. Like, I paid for it. So... I was able to get in early. Uh, they had Weird Al Jeopardy. Unfortunately, I was not selected to participate. I thought I'd been a good a good contestant. Uh, the warm-up was comedian Emo Phillips. And oh my gosh, he is hilarious, folks. Emo Phillips is freaking hilarious. I totally underestimated him. But he was so funny. It, it was unbelievable. And then Weird Al came on, and and what he performed were, uh, the way I said it to somebody the other day, basically this was like for the diehard fans, like myself, who know the other Weird Al songs. Like, you're not going to hear Eat It, you're not going to hear Like a Surgeon, you're not going to hear Fat, you're not going to hear Smells Like Nirvana, you're going to hear, like, his other songs that... Like I said, the diehard fans like myself know and love a lot. But still, it's worth the the price of admission. And then I got my picture taken beside Weird Al after the show. And I got an autographed poster. I'm going to hang that up uh, sometime soon. I got to buy the frame first. But all in all, it was a fun show. I would go back and do it again. Uh, like I said, if you've never been to a Weird Al concert, you need to go to a Weird Al concert at least once in your life. Because I'll tell you, that that is a show and a half, my friends. It is worth the price of admission. Well, let's get into some wrestling news, and we're going to talk about tournaments here. We're going to start with the WWE Women's Tag Team Title Tournament. It began this past Monday night on Raw. It saw EO Sky and Dakota Kai advance, beating Tamina and Dana Brooke. 
the rest of the tournament on the left side, Alexa Bliss and Asuka will face Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. That match is going to take place this coming Monday night on Raw. And on the right side, this this side of the bracket I think is very hard to predict because it's almost like who could make it from there to the finals. So you got Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah against Zia Lee and Shotzi. And then you got an NXT team, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark against Natalia and Sonya Deville. And eventually, you know, we will get to the finals of the tournament. Uh, no date has been announced for the finals of the tournament. I thought it would be at the next pay-per-view clash at the castle, but uh, it's not going to be that way. So my guess is we'll probably get the finals either before or after the September pay-per-view. That, that's my guess. Now, as far as my pick, I think it's going to be EO Sky and Dakota Kai. It, it's just too obvious that they would win this tournament. I, I really think they're going to win this tournament because you have a potential semifinal match with Alexa Bliss and Asuka, and that right there to me kind of says... Whoever wins that could probably win the tournament. So I think it's going to be EO and Dakota Kai who will win the tournament. Who who on the other side is going to get to the finals? That, I think, is going to be the mystery. That's going to be the fun part. Because with the exception of Natalia and Sonya Deville, you have three teams that, I hate to say this, but it's true, have been put together. It, it is true. I mean, I, I've never seen Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah team up. Maybe Zia Lee and Shotzi have teamed up once, and I'm pretty sure Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark have never been a tag team before. So it's going to be very interesting to see who is in the finals. I, I still think Sky and Kai are going to be the team that wins this tournament, but it will be very interesting to see where it all goes. Uh, the tournament started this past Monday night with uh, Dakota Kai and Io Sky winning their first round match. They're in the semifinals. Monday night, it's going to be Bliss and Asuka against Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. I don't know who's going to be wrestling on SmackDown tonight. I, I have not heard who it's going to be, so be very interesting to see where that goes. And real quick, speaking of SmackDown, uh, if you live in the Detroit or Atlanta areas, tonight's episode of SmackDown is going to be preempted because of preseason football. Yes, we are in that time of the year where it is preseason football, and that means your shows are going to get preempted. So, But, uh, you know, they, they're going through this tournament. Be interesting to see how it goes. And who knows who will end up winning it, although I think a lot of us know who will be winning it. AEW officially announced this past Wednesday night the First round matches of the AEW Trios title with the conclusion of the tournament being at All Out. And the tournament starts next week. And here are the first round matches of the tournament. Death Triangle, Pac, Penta Oscuro, and Ray Phoenix will face United Empire, Will Ospreay, Mark Davis, and Kyle Fletcher. Uh, La Faction Ingo Bernable of Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee will face the Young Bucks and 
Well, we don't know right now. They went to Adam Page on Dynamite this week, and Adam Page respectfully declined the offer. So we'll see who they end up getting as their third man on the team. The House of Black are going to face members of the Dark Order and the Trust Busters of Ari Davari, Parker Boudreaux, and Slim J. They're going to face the best friends, and that's going to complete the first round of the tournament. And again, like I said, the finals of the tournament take place September the 4th at All Out. Where we will have our inaugural AEW World Trios Champions. Now to the big tournament that's going on. It is the G1 Climax. And we are very close to the end of the tournament. We have three shows to go with round robin matches. And then you've got the semifinals and the finals. So before we get to the schedule, let's take a look at the standings and what the situation is in each block going into this. So right now in the A block, it is the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada with eight points. And then you got a tie for second. Lance Archer and Jonah each are at six points, followed by Jeff Cobb, Bad Luck Fale, and Tom Lawler at four, and Toru Yano at the bottom at two points. So the A block really comes down to Okada, Archer, and Jonah. Okada's last match is against Lance Archer. All Okada needs to do when that match happens is go to a draw, and Okada will win the group. If Archer beats Okada, Archer makes it to the finals. Jonah, who ends up having the biggest win of his career on uh, earlier this week beating Okada, if he beats Bad Luck Fale, he goes to 4-2. and two. Uh, Archer would have the tiebreaker over Jonah because he has beaten Jonah. Now, Jeff Cobb, he has two matches to go, and he could end up at 4-2. and two. He could end up at eight points as well. And he would need Archer to lose. <laughs> it's so confusing. He's lo- uh, Jeff Cobb's lost to Jonah. He's lost to Okada, but he's already beaten Lance Archer. It's going to be very interesting. It looks like it's going to be an Okada-Archer situation here where one of those two more than likely are going to clinch the A block. Now, in the B block, we have a two-way tie. Jay White and Tamatanga, they are at eight points. Sonata is at six points. Taichi and Chase Owens are at four points. And Tomohiro Ishii and Great Okan are at two points. Here's the situation. Jay White, as of right now, is undefeated. He is 4-0. Tonga is 4-1. So... Jay White has two more matches, but the final match is against Tama Tonga. Whoever wins that match is going to win the block. Because basically, mathematically, I don't think Sonata can catch up at this point. 
and neither could Tai Chi. So it's really going to come down to the Jay White Tomatonga match that's going to decide the B block. To the C block, where Zack Sabre Jr. is in first place with eight points. And then you've got a three-way tie for second. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito, and Hiroki Goto each at six points. Evil is at four. Aaron Hanare is at two. And Kenta is at two. So the situation there is Tetsuya Naito and Zack Sabre Jr. They will meet on the final day of the round-robin format. And there is maybe a chance that the winner of that match wins the block. Tanahashi and Goto each have one match to go. So that door is wide open for any of those four to win the block. And now to the fun block, block D, where everyone except one person has a mathematical shot to win the block. So right now, David Finley and Yujiro Takahashi are tied at six points. Then, Will Ospreay, Yoshihashi, Shingo, Juice Robinson, and El Phantasmo have four points each. Now, the only one who's mathematically out of this is El Phantasmo. He has had all six of his block matches. He, can, he cannot make up the two points to catch Finley or Takahashi. Um, so it's going to be very fun to see how the D block ends up with six men still in a possibility of winning the group. It is very, very interesting. Now to the schedule for this week. We start off with Saturday and the following G1 Climax matches. Aaron Hanare against Kenta in the C block. Toruyano against Jeff Cobb in the A block. Shingo against Ujiro in the D block. And that could be an elimination match right there in the D block. Same with this next match, Yoshihashi and Will Ospreay. That could be an elimination match in the D block. And in the B block, Taichi against Jay White. Then you go to this Sunday, August the 14th, with the following matches. Yoshihashi against David Finley. Again, that could be an elimination match there. Taichi and the Great Okan in the B block. Tom Lawler and Jeff Cobb in the A block. And Hiroshi Tanahashi against Kenta in the C block. And the final day of round robin competition is August the 16th. With these matches, and they're all G1 tournament matches. You're not going to get your preliminaries. They're all G1 tournament matches. The A block will have Okada against Lance Archer and Jonah against Bad Luck Fale. The B block has Ishii against Sonata and Tama Tonga and Jay White. Like I said, the winner of Tonga and White will go on in the tournament. The C block, Hiroki Goto against Evil and Naido against Zack Sabre Jr. And the D block, Shingo against El Phantasmo. Phantasmo, like I said, he's pretty much out of it, but he's got a shot to maybe play spoiler. And Will Ospreay against Juice Robinson to round out the D block. And then this Wednesday, the 17th,
where we will have a winner of the G1 Climax. And the winner of that, more than likely, on their way to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge for the IWGP World Heavyweight title, unless Jay White wins it. Because as champion, if he wins it, he would then have the option, he would have the choice of who could challenge him for the belt on January the 4th in the Tokyo Dome. So that is something to keep an eye on as well. And uh, next week, have final coverage of the G1 Climax Tournament with the winner of the tournament. Um, Getting into some news here. Uh, uh, Chris Statlander is going to be out of action for a while. She's going to have surgery on her knee. Uh, she recently posted uh, yesterday on Twitter this statement, and I want to read this because I felt sad when I saw this. Welp, one knee fixed, one to go. After the first knee injury, I came back stronger and better than ever, so it's all over for you all when I come back from this one. I'm sorry to let you all down once again. I'll be back bigger, more powerful, and more than a woman. Well, I just want to say to Chris that you did not let anybody down. You have been so good this last year, year and a half in the ring. It sucks that you end up having this knee injury. But you got to get better. You got to get your body back into a better shape. And we will see you down the line uh, in the ring once you are 100% better. Can't wait to see her back in the ring. Uh, other notes, other pieces of news to discuss. The International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame ribbon ceremony is two weeks away. Uh, it'll be Friday, August 26th at 3 p.m. Um, it is at the MVP Arena in downtown Albany, New York. Uh, such luminaries that will be there include Bushwhacker Luke, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Booker T and Dory Funk Jr. will all be there. And this is a part of the big International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame weekend, August 26th through the 28th, is the induction ceremony where they will have their second class of the International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame inducted and it's a really good group folks uh talked about him many months ago uh dory funk jr and stone cold steve austin are the headliners for this year's class um again it's a really wonderful group they've done a tremendous job working on this hall of fame uh this is the second class and if you are in the albany new york area and if you want to go to this, I, I definitely recommend you go to it. Uh, for more information, go to prowrestlinghall.org backslash induction. And it, it's not late, folks. You can still get uh, tickets to go to the Hall of Fame ceremony and awards dinner and so much more. That is, once again, prowrestlinghall.org backslash induction for ticket information and packages for their Hall of Fame weekend. It's just two weeks away.
one final thing I want to talk about, and I know this is going to be a short show. I, this was kind of meant to be a short show this week because it really wasn't much to talk about, I thought. Is Vice TV announced that they're going to have a new weekly wrestling show called Tales from the Territories. And this show will premiere on October the 4th. That's a Tuesday night at 10 p.m. So, this is, and I think this should be made clear. Dark Side of the Ring is not canceled. It's not finished. They're going to come back. They're just taking a break. What this is, is this is a collaboration between uh, Jason Eisner and Evan Husney, who produced the Dark Side of the Ring, along with The Rock's uh, promotion, Seven Bucks Promotions, and this is basically going to be stories about the territories. Um, no word yet on what territories are going to be talked about. Um, I, I have seen uh, the the video, the preview of this show, and Abdullah the Butcher is going to be on it. Bret Hart's going to be on it. I'm not really sure who else will be on it, but. It should be interesting to see which territories they talk about and who is going to end up being on them. Um, it should be a lot of fun. And, and I would recommend the younger wrestling fans of today who are into wrestling want to learn about the history of wrestling and go through the territories. This could be something that you would want to watch. I really think it would. Because you will get a very good lesson every Tuesday night. About the territory system. Which territory. Like I said. Which territories they're going to talk about. I have no idea. But it should be fun. Uh, once again. That is Tales from the Territories. Will debut Tuesday night. October the 4th at 10 p.m. on Vice TV. So, uh, like I said, that's going to do it. I know it's a rather short show, but, you know, kind of taking it easy a little bit this week, uh, getting myself back together. So, uh, going to do the plugs and tell you which podcast you guys should check out. If you have any questions or comments, send an email, wrestlingman at thatwrestlingshow.com. And if you do send an email, if you have a question or if you have a comment, I will read your email on the show. I will read your email on this show. And I'm actually checking right now to see if we have any emails. I should work on checking my emails more often. Uh, we do not have any emails, but again, uh, wrestling man at that wrestling show.com. That is where you want to go. Uh, if you want to leave me a question or if you got any comments that you'd like to share, uh, follow the show on Twitter, wrestling show 11, follow us on Instagram. It is that wrestling show and join our Facebook group, that wrestling show fan group where we have over 500 Facebook members. Yes, we have over 500 Facebook members 
on uh, in our group. It's a pretty good group. Um, they span a lot of history in wrestling. Uh, the, the wrestling knowledge there is unbelievable. Very knowledgeable fans. So check that out. That wrestling show fan group is the way to go. And actually, I do want to. I, I do want to mention this. I put up in our Facebook group this week. Uh, I, I actually watched a cinema snob review, and he reviewed an El Santo movie. It's called Santo versus the Strangler. So if you want to watch that review, you could get it through our uh, our, our Facebook group. And if you don't, it's okay. No, no hard feelings there all right uh podcast you guys should check out and listen to starting with our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe Morata and michael quinn this week in their true or false segment they talk about face champions and face chasing the champion plus they watch wwf championship wrestling from january 12th 1985 and last week they on their Patreon, and this is the only podcast, folks. This is the only podcast that will get any Patreon plugging. If you donate five dollars to them, you get a monthly pay per view review. And they just came out last week with SummerSlam '95, a pretty good review. I, I would fork over the five dollars if I were you guys. Check it out, our vantage point the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Also, check out Greetings from Allentown, GFA Live with Peter Winston and my Don, Don Keithy. Uh, last week, they came out with an episode watching WWF Superstars from the 4th of July, 1992. Uh, check that out, GFA Live. Just type in Greetings from Allentown and you'll hear Peter Winston and Don Keithy to hear their thoughts. Also, check out Juice Pro Wrestling. They've been coming out with a couple of mini-episodes. Last week, they came out with the three Vinces. And uh, this week, they have another mini-episode. And you should check that one out. That is Juice Pro Wrestling. And check out Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. It is the number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast in the UK. Luke watches... Memphis Wrestling, The Good Days, Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, Austin Idol, Jimmy Hart. Uh, he is in the summer of 1981 right now on that. So if you're interested in hearing that, check it out. The Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. For non-wrestling related podcasts, check out the Best Pick Movie Podcast, where this week they watch and discuss The Shawshank Redemption. That is, this week. On the, be on the Best Pick movie podcast. Also check out Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, where this week it is part two of their interview with director Eric Apple. Yeah, Eric Apple. And they are talking about the big Weird Al movie coming out on the Roku channel November the 4th, which I'm sure will be sweeping the Academy Awards next year. Check that out on Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. And check out the Three Stooges throwback with former guest Gabe Russo as he watches each and every Three Stooges short there's ever been. 
This week, he reviews the 46th Three Stooges short, A Plumbing We Will Go. That is this week on a Three Stooges throwback. Also, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, where I watch, review, discuss each and every South Park episode. This week, I reviewed the season 16 episode, Butters Ball, where we have perhaps the greatest South Park song ever. That is Butterballs this week on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. And finally, it came back last week, ladies and gentlemen, the continuation of season three of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. It is so popular in Portugal. It's unbelievable. Uh, the second half of season three started last week. You guys can check it out and check up on the past episodes of season three as we are going along on Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, next week, going to finish up coverage of the G1 Climax, talk about who won it and where it could go with the IWGP heavyweight title, plus continuing coverage of the women's tag team title tournament in WWE and the trios title with AEW. Going to look into what happened in the first match of the tournament that takes place this Wednesday night on Dynamite. Uh, I, I, I want to end this with a little bit of a tribute because uh, unless you've been living under a rock, Olivia Newton-John passed away this week at the age of 73. A shocking age. I, I couldn't believe she was 73 years old. I thought she was a little bit younger. A lot of us know her from the 1978 movie Grease, the musical with John Travolta, which is a fun movie to watch. If you've ever, if you've never seen it, please check it out. It is worth watching. Uh, she did another movie, Xanadu, which is a pretty bad movie. I've never seen it, but from what I've heard, it's a pretty bad movie. Uh, musician. And my favorite Olivia Newton-John song is Physical, uh, the one that came out in the early 1980s. If you've ever seen the music video, it is such a bizarre music video, it is funny. And one of the things about the song is that this song was banned in Utah. Gee, I wonder why, with a song named Physical. So anyway, uh, to kind of pay tribute to wrap up the show this week, I'm going to play you guys a clip that is not up on YouTube. You're not going to find this on YouTube. If you have, in your DVD form, the classic St. Louis collection, which High Spots put out many, many years ago, or if you have the High Spots uh, Wrestling Network, I want to say it's Volume 8 where you could find this. Uh, on an episode of Wrestling at the Chase, they did a video, a music video montage for Ted DiBiase, or when he was called there, Ted DiBiase. And they played Olivia Newton-John's physical to this video package. So this is going to be kind of our way of paying respects to Olivia Newton-John, a terrific singer. Uh, we're going to really miss her as we hear Larry Matisic talk about Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase, 
and then we'll hear some physical to wrap it up. Ted DiBiase has developed into a true wrestling superstar. He has it all. Speed, skill, toughness. With the help of Olivia Newton-John, let's take a special look at Ted DiBiase.